Getting ready for the weekend? Get your Friday quick fix now with Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney on the Growing Up Rock podcast. Friday Quick Fix. For this episode of the Friday Quick Fix, I'm going to start a new series that is basically called Odd Album Out. What that means is that any band that's had a long career and quite a few releases under its belt usually has that one album that sticks out like a sore thumb. Either people hate it, people love it, the critics had something to say, the band changed their sound, they went in a different direction. For a band like, let's say, Kiss, for example, that would probably be The Elder or maybe Unmasked. Uh, For a band like Metallica, that would probably be the album Saint Anger or perhaps the Lou Reed thing they did, Lulu, something like that. For this first episode, I am going to talk about the Styx album, Kilroy Was Here. Now, Styx is a band that I've always liked. I don't necessarily like their really, really early progressive stuff. But they've got a lot of stuff over the years that I like. And in fact, before they put out Kilroy Was Here, it was my entry point into the band with Paradise Theater. And I absolutely love Paradise Theater. I think it's a killer rock record. And so I'm a fan of Sticks. I've seen them numerous times, including this Kilroy Was Here tour. Like what you're hearing? Share this episode out. Post it to your favorite social network and let people know you're listening to the Growing Up Rock podcast. It will help us grow, and we greatly appreciate it. So, let's talk a little bit about the album. So, the band created the Kilroy Was Here album to mockingly respond to a Christian group and other anti-rock music activists who had previously influenced the Arkansas State Senate to pass a bill requiring that all records containing backmasking be labeled as such by the manufacturer. Cited in the legislation were albums by the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Electric Light Orchestra, Queen, and Styx themselves. So Styx on this particular album put a song called Heavy Metal Poisoning. Uh, It's the leadoff track on side two, or it's the fifth track on the record, if you want to look at it that way. And it begins with a backmasked message in Latin that basically translates to, and I'm reading all this on Wiki, and it means he 
has favored our undertakings, a new order of the ages. These are the two mottos from the great seal of the United States on the reverse side of the United States $1 bill. Okay. So, you know, they're just kind of making fun of themselves, sort of. This album was a concept album, and it dealt with a world where rock music is outlawed, so to speak. The tracks are Mr. Roboto, Cold War, Don't Let It End, High Time, Heavy Metal Poisoning, Just Get Through This Night, Double Life, Haven't Been Here Before, and Don't Let It End, The Reprise. All in all, to me, I saw the tour, I got the record. I think it's pretty good. Was it as good as Paradise Theater? Not even close for me personally. I absolutely loved Paradise Theater. I thought that this record was hit or miss. And that was back when I first got it. I thought the live show was cool. It was the first time that I'd seen a concert like that where it was the band playing live and doing music, but also with videos and video clips mixed in and acting and stage sets and things like that. I wish I could remember, you know, it's possible nobody opened this uh, show. It may have just been like an evening with sticks and where they did the whole album. They definitely did the whole album and then they went on to play some other songs. That was my recollection for the concert itself. Listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Please make sure you hit that follow button to subscribe to Growing Up Rock Podcast so you don't miss an episode. So let me give you a few facts about the record. The record was released in February of 1983. It was recorded in 82. It was recorded in Oaklong, Illinois. The label was A&M Records, and the band produced the record uh, themselves. It peaked at number three on the Hot Billboard 200, and the record ended up going platinum. So can this be called a failure? I don't know. I know that the band said a lot of bad stuff. At least everybody but Dennis DeYoung had a lot of bad stuff to say about this record. It ended up being the record that basically tore the band apart. This was the last record that the band recorded with all the original lineup intact. And that's a shame since they had so much success with Paradise Theater. Uh, they just couldn't keep it together. They were going in different directions. That's been notated many times in many different interviews. It's funny how the band really dissed this record, yet they've gone back and made a bunch of money off the commercialism of Mr. Roboto over the years. And now they've even added Mr. Roboto back into the set as an encore for uh, some of their tours. It's kind of quirky. It's like one of those 80 pop gems, I guess, uh, that people go back to and it reminds them of the 80s. I don't know. Uh, for me personally, my favorite tracks off the records are uh, Cold War, Heavy Metal Poisoning. I really liked quite a bit. Double Life wasn't too bad. I think the ballad Don't Let It End is really good. The record primarily was written by Dennis DeYoung and Tommy Shaw. Tommy Shaw has, what? let's see, three writing credits on the record. And Dennis DeYoung has four writing credits. And then James Young has a couple of writing credits on it. The lineup was Dennis DeYoung, James J.Y. Young, Tommy Shaw, Chuck Panazzo, and John Panazzo. So that classic lineup that we talked about a little earlier. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Kilroy is here? What are your thoughts on Sticks in general? Some people go like crazy about hating Sticks, and some people are like, no, I've always liked Sticks. I love Tommy Shaw's voice. I like Dennis DeYoung's voice. 
I've seen both versions of the band, the the uh, latest version of Sticks. I've seen many times, and uh, Lawrence Gowan does an amazing job filling in for Dennis DeYoung. They sound great. They look great. I dig the tunes still to this day. And I've seen Dennis DeYoung live as, as uh, recently as the last five years, and he had a great band together, and he sounded great, and he did his thing. He's very Broadway, uh, but, you know, he played Grand Illusion in its full, and I really enjoyed that. It's just, you know... Whatever your deal is, I would love to see the original band back together for one last time. Well, minus obviously those that have passed on, but I would love to see Dennis DeYoung back with the band for one last time. But if it never happens, I'm good. I did see the original lineup. I was good. Uh, And both Dennis DeYoung and Sticks as it is today are great. I like the last two records that Sticks has released. I think there's some really good material on them. Make a decision for yourself. What do you think about Kilroy Was Here? And if you have an album out there that you think is just that band's decisive album where it's really just uh, controversial or just a sore thumb sticking out, let me know what it is. Maybe we'll put it on the list and get around to talking about it a little bit. But I thought this series would give us the opportunity to talk about records that most people they don't necessarily talk about in a positive light and just really kind of strip them down and decide whether they're as bad as everybody says they are or it's really not that bad and there's some good things to offer within that record. I think that this record uh, definitely falls in that category. Like I said before, the band had a lot of bad stuff to say about it. Dennis DeYoung liked it. It was his idea. That's probably why he liked it. But as a fan personally, I think it has some fun stuff on it, some decent stuff on it. I thought the tour came off good it was interesting i've never seen anything like it before and i've never seen anything like it since as far as concerts go so that's your friday quick fix in the books i hope you enjoy this new series i'll be approaching some other albums down the line eventually but uh again send me an email growinguprock at gmail.com and share an album that you think i should cover that is the odd album out in a band's career that's it See ya. Thanks for listening. You got your fix. Now, let's shuffle, rattle, and roll into the weekend.
can help out the podcast greatly by leaving us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify. The links are in the show notes, or just drop us a line at our email, growinguprock at gmail.com. Growing Up Rock is a proud member of the Pantheon Network. Pantheon is the place for music lovers. Check us out along with many other great music podcasts on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.